Even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be tough to get all of the nutrients you need for long-term health. Care of makes it super easy and even fun to figure out what vitamins and supplements are best for your diet and lifestyle. Go to takecareof.com and take a short quiz to get your personalized vitamin recommendation. Use offer code AMR at checkout for 50% off your first month of vitamins. Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah in Portland. And this is Dimity in Denver. And I think that there's dust all the way out here, Sarah, from you just being in a Mother Runner skirmish of, you know, activity this morning, right? It has been a flurry. So from... A flurry, that, that's probably better. Skirmish means fight. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe you took some Mother Runners out. It's always right, possible, right? right? A little elbow jab here, you know. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so today is Molly's birthday. Molly, my running partner. Happy birthday, Molly. HBTY, Molly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although this is not your birthday today when you're hearing this again, but hopefully you have great many memories now. Right, right. So she had asked that if we could meet and drive to the west side where the trails are. So, if, And it's spring break here in Portland this week when we're recording this. So the uh, schedule was a little more flexible than usual. And Molly has Wednesdays off, so she didn't have to get off to her job as a veterinarian. So we, I picked her up and we headed over there and it was, it was raining some, but so we ran and she specifically wanted to stop when the minutes correlated with her age of years and take a picture. So we took a couple pictures. Sweet. I love it. Can we ask how old she turned? She turned 47. 47. Nice. So at 47 minutes, she was like, we're running and I wanted to make sure we didn't miss it. And she goes, okay, 10 seconds. I'm like, okay, it's really pretty right here. We're gonna, just going to stop right here. <laughs> just we'll, we'll count down from 10. Right. So at that, least she's, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, you had a question. Well, I was going to say at least, uh, and not, and, and uh, I don't mean to um, malign this, but I do know a handful of people who run the number of miles they are mm-hmm. on their birthday year. And that, um, you know, I mean, I can get behind up until... I don't know, 13.1 or maybe 26. But yeah, when you get up to the high 40s, you've got to be a pretty dedicated runner to to hit a mile. I mean, in in one day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people do that. So, I mean, it's, I mean, it's amazing. I mean. I don't know. Maybe I could have handled kilometers up to a certain point, but yeah, yeah no, not anymore. Exactly. You have like a, a training plan for when you turn 50. Right. So, yeah, so we did that. So we ran for an hour total and then hopped in the car because we wanted to go get um, drinks and donuts from this fabulous place uh, in Northeast called Pips. And so we hustled over there and got, and it was very fun because, so it's a donut shop and they have these little um, kind of very small donuts. They don't have a real hole in the middle. I mean, they're only about well, the size of a golf ball, but like a golf ball that somehow got a little squished. And well, so it's like a donut hole. It is a little bit, but it does concave on itself. And so kind it's of a little bit of a, uh, how would you put donut hole and donut together? <laughs> donut Ole or something. It's kind of like you know those um uh, hole? Pe- <laughs> the, the peaches that are called um like oh yeah you know yes. the- what are those 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 bastard peaches yeah <laughs> right so th- I think they have a donut type name to them so so it's that shape in terms of like it being round but kind of concaving into itself like an overinflated. Um, child's pool toy in yeah, a way. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, know. Yes. I can picture it exactly. So, but they're a lot smaller than that. So anyway, so we had discovered it after I took her there after a recent long run. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take you to Pips on your birthday. 
So we head on in there and, and on the weekends, it's just jammed. And so it was very delightful to have it not be overly crowded. And I noticed they, so they have um, special flavors and they had a flavor um, in honor of Sergeant Wu, who is a character on the TV show Grimm that's filmed here in Portland. And, you know, everybody loves Grimm here in Portland because, oh, it's local. And, oh, I run right by that house. And, you know, this whole thing. So anyway, so, so we got talking. And it turns out that the owner of the store is very good friends with the actor who plays Sergeant Wu. So um, and he said, oh, and so he made, oh, and then then Molly just like happened to mention it was her birthday. She didn't go in there being like, hey, it's my birthday. Yeah. And they were like, oh, you get a free dozen donuts on your birthday. We were like, sweet. So, wow, so a dozen, that's, that's significant. It is, it sure is. And so, I mean, you can eat a dozen, you can polish off a dozen of those things without really noticing even. I mean, it's what, just- One person or two? Oh, one person. Oh yeah, I've eaten a dozen of them today. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. They are very addictive. I get um, a honey and sea salt flavor, and they are just exquisite. And it's, you know, local honey from, you know, people's backyards, I think. Okay, I I believe that they're great. Yeah, so so anyway, so but they they made this special one, uh, and they wrote in it, you know, happy birthday, Molly, Pip's crew and everything. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to Instagram it. And and the owner was like, oh, you know, tag tag Reggie because he totally supports our business and everything. So now so now uh, the actor who plays Sergeant Wu has wished Molly a, a happy birthday on Twitter as well. So it's kind oh, of fun. Oh, wow. <laughs> so fun. So, so then, but I, then we had to hustle. <laughs> to, <laughs> had to hustle to get to a photo shoot with two mother runners and a mother runner photographing it for some pictures for our new store site. So um, went straight to that without a shower. <laughs> well, I told our producer, I'm like, oh, I just came straight from a photo shoot and haven't yet had a chance to shower. And he's like, you went to a photo shoot without taking a shower? I was about to say, when I looked you up and down, like, uh-huh, well, I'm <laughs> yeah. sure it was a great photo shoot. Right. So um, luckily, one, the one shot that showed my face, I was wearing um, a head sweats hat. So my crazy hair, you know, that looks almost like it's on fire. It's standing up so much, um, did not show. Oh, good. We, we tamped it down. Yes. Yes. So, uh, so had a, had fun doing that and then hustled home, put on some jeans and here I am now. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. That sounds like a great morning. Um, let me just, I'll just stack it up against mine because okay. we both had kind of mother runner mornings. Uh-huh. Um, I, I need to get on board with my training a little bit more. Um, 70.3 Boulder. It's coming up in about a month, two, two and a half months. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I've been doing the workouts, but I've just been dreading the workouts. Like I just, I don't know if it's just because I kind of, you know, put out the Ironman fire and now it's hard to, <laughs> to get hard a spark to get going again. again. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, it's done. I, I don't have to do this anymore. Right? Put your hands around and cup it and breathe on it exactly. a little bit. <laughs> You're in there, right? Well, so I made a, a big effort this morning and I just told myself because um, uh, Bree had given me um, a bike workout that's an hour and 40 minutes oh. and it's, it's supposed to be 70 degrees here today, which is mm. the highest it's been all, all, you know, all in 2014. It's our warmest day yet. Mm-hmm. And she writes and she's like, Oh, it's going to be such a great day. Maybe you can do this outside. And I'm like, what are you smoking? Like <laughs> when do I have two hours on a Wednesday when we record our podcast and my kids get out at two Oh five sure. and 30. So, um, so I decided that I was just going to do it. So I set my alarm for two Oh three, which I mean, not two. I was, I was like, Whoa, that's hardcore. So, um, five, five Oh three, five Oh three. That's still and pretty I, hardcore. And uh-huh. I gave myself, well, I gotta be kind of at seven, I need to be, um, focused on getting the kids out the door, mm-hmm. um, cause their school starts earlier than a lot of schools. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I knew, I knew I needed, you know, a hundred minutes. And mm-hmm. so 
um, 503 and I said I was going to give myself one snooze and so I pushed snooze which is five minutes and at about 505 I was like screw it I don't need snooze and I just got up <laughs> and I and I had, it was a tough workout um but I I did it uh-huh. um I watched a little in your basement right uh-huh, yeah. in my basement yes mm-hmm. I did not ride outside at, at five in the morning uh-huh. um yeah so it's very odd to wake up at like five in the morning and then have you know my husband from you know film land Kevin Spacey staring me in the in the face but I mean, an hour and 40, I can't just do that with music, you know, even if it is hard. I kind of, it was, um, it was a thing where it was five minutes at tempo, two minutes going for it, and then one minute pretending like someone was trying to pass me. She oh. said a guy, she was really trying to, you know, get me all riled. Uh-huh. A guy was trying to pass me and you, and I did not want him on my wheel. So that was eight, <laughs> eight minutes of hard work uh-huh. doing that five times. And it was like a five minute break in between each one. So when, after the five minutes of kind of tempo, uh-huh. I take my <laughs> headphones out of my computer and then put it in my phone, which I had Pandora queued up. Nice. I music for this, And I don't want to miss anything important, you know, while I'm, you know, huffing and puffing. So anyway, so I was really proud of myself for, cause that's, that's the first time I feel like I've kind of committed to the workout and, uh-huh. and, you know, just made it like, okay, this is just, it's just going to get done. I'm not going to hem and haw over it. Uh-huh. So maybe I'm turning over a new leaf there. Uh-huh. And then, um, wait, I have to, I have to ask, did yeah. you pre-plan that you were going to do that switch from house of cards to Pandora? No, no after I did one set through, cause uh-huh. I had my phone there cause it had the workout on it, you know, uh-huh. um, emails. So, um, so I had my phone there anyway. And then after one set through where it was five, you know, when I realized those three minutes of the harder effort, uh-huh were really hard um, to <laughs> concentrate on, on two things. Um, I then the, so I started it on the second the second interval. I changed it over. Okay, and what so, Pandora station did you listen to? Um, well, Sarah, you know me. I'm a creature of comfort. I'm still on the fun one, which I listen to for my whole I am training. I mean, I, oh, uh-huh. I think I know every Pink song. I think I know every Fun song. <laughs> you know, they try and put some other stuff in, and I'm like, no, no, that doesn't belong on the station. Thumbs down, thumbs down, I, thumbs down. That one song. Um, my newest favorite fun song, which is actually an old song, is All the Pretty Girls. I, I love that song. Because, Sarah, I, I am, I know that you had a great morning, but you haven't said how cute I look right now. <laughs> That's because uh, you come to me on Skype, which is just audio. <laughs> um, tell us, tell us why. You... Compliment. Well, because then after I did the other thing is I knew after I did my tough workout that I had a haircut, which, you mm, know, it's mm-hmm. like uh, a mother runner version of like, oh, let me just sit here for a minute and read People magazine and you can massage my scalp. Not all <laughs> at the same time, but you know what I'm saying. Yes. Um, and so I got there and I was trying to do, you know, I, I feel like I've aged like 10 years in two years. Like oh, all why? Sudden, well, I mean, my gray hairs, man, they are just flashing I all got, over. I got to say, I have noticed that on this. Oh side. my gosh. They are just, you have noticed that. <laughs> I have. Because I was like, oh, I forget when I was like, I think you were driving. I was like, oh, I never noticed Dimity had gray hairs on that part of her head. So. Oh, they're everywhere. It's like weeds. They're just, <laughs> they just are nonstop. And, uh. And, you know, I, I'm not going to – I don't have the energy or temperament to color my hair for the next 30 years. I don't oh. really do that. So, I mean, color it in that I highlight my hair. I've highlighted my sure. hair for forever. Uh-huh. But I'm not going to – You're you not going to cover the gray. Much. No, I don't think. I don't know. I mean, that's, this is what oh. I say today. I'm you need to move to Portland then. Uh, I mean, it, it is – so many women go gray here. So, so do you color your hair so you can't see the gray? 
I don't have um, gray except in uh, the patches that um, I highlight anyway. So I only have kind of gray at my temple and then a f very few. I have so much flipping hair on my head that um, they can, if there are some in some other places, they are just overpowered by all the other ones. Sure, sure. So, well, maybe that's I don't know. Problem. Maybe next time I drive, look at the side of my head and yeah, you tell right. I'm me. Like, I'm like, whoa, Sarah. I yeah. I'm really noticing you have a lot of gray yeah. hair. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyway, so, oh, so well, that, I, that. Well, I, I tried to get in to get my hair colored, but I couldn't get an appointment. I couldn't, mm -hmm. like, do, you know, it takes X amount of time. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I need a haircut no matter what. So I get in the chair and I'm like, okay, I know I need a color and I'll make an appointment for that. I just really needed a haircut. And she's like, oh, we can get that done. Oh, sweet. Like, oh, love you, Janelle. <laughs> so, um, so yes, I got my hair cut and colored. So oh. I'm feeling kind of brand new, although. But you, know, you mean, but you, when you say colored, then you do mean highlighted. I do, I do get it highlighted. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, okay. But not, not a wash, you yes. know? Uh -huh. Yeah. Not all over color. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I have done that before. And, and like I said, I may change my tune tomorrow, but <laughs> it just feels like such high maintenance. I mean, having short hair is so high maintenance to begin with. Like, right. you know, I mean, I can t like literally six weeks to the day. I'm like, need a haircut right now. Can't wait another second, you know, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. where with longer hair, you might not notice it quite as right. acutely. Right. See, yeah. Cause my, um, so my mother, you know, is in her eighties and she still colors her, you know, she still has seemingly has brown hair. And if, yeah. you, you know, so I don't, I don't, I mean, Gosh, I think a good head of gray hair is just beautiful. Oh, I do too. Mm -hmm. I, I will, I'm not saying I would ever get a good head. Good, sorry, I can't say that. A good head of gray hair. Uh -huh. I don't think that's in my future, but I do like, especially yes, women that wear it well wear it so well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and don't yeah. even get me started about men with gray hair. You and Anderson Cooper, huh? I don't know. No, we won't even go there. Okay, okay. But George Clooney. George Clooney. Today is um, speaking of Anderson Cooper on like CNN, high production. You know, travel around the world, report from everywhere, cameras everywhere. Um, we have our Q and A, right? Yes, which we do. means that we put some questions out on Facebook and yeah. then we answer them. Yeah, there's yes. no interaction <laughs> besides the two of us. And if someone wants to re rebut us, that's not an option. Sorry. <laughs> so um, anyway, so yeah, so we're going to launch right in. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are. So uh, from Jackie Miller comes this question. Uh, she says she's been running for about one and a half years now, and she's and I'll just read it as a quote. I still don't like it, but like the muscles and calorie torching I get, the farthest I've gone is a 5K, and I usually walk some. Is there some magic mile number where things turn around and I'll actually start to like it? Oh, my. So yeah. we're starting off on an easy note. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th I thought, I thought, oh, maybe I should just bury this further down. And, no, you know, let's, let's, let's challenge the, take the challenging question first, because that's what Anderson Cooper would do, right? Exactly. We're going <laughs> to lay the stage, lay the stage. Um, well, so a couple things that I think about this, and I've said this a lot, is I don't always like to run. I mean, there are, like, we've had this discussion. There are days, you know, I think, Sarah, you crave runs, you enjoy runs, you find joy in them. I crave the feeling after a run. Mm -hmm. I crave the, you know, I enjoy the feeling after a run. Okay. I, well, I, have a, I have a quote about that. Um, when I was working at a city sports magazine in San Francisco, a writer said to me, he said that uh, Mark Twain once said, I don't like writing. I like having written. And yes. so sometimes I think uh, that, that could apply to running. I don't like running, but I like having run. 
Yes. And I think that that's, I mean, and so Jackie, I don't think that there's something where all of a sudden you're going to be like, wow, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> but the fact is, is that you've been doing it for 18 months. That's not an insignificant period of time. So I think if you maybe kind of unpeel a couple of the, you know, layers underneath your running, I think you might find some slice of it that works for you and you actually, you know, get some joy out of. And it might be the calorie burning and the muscles. I mean, that's, you know, those are two important things in our lives in America as American women. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, that's not to be discredited. Sure. And I also think um, my advice is to add some enjoyable, quote unquote, in- incentives to run. So whether it's a, f- a running partner or a boppy playlist or an audiobook, um, or, you know, an addictive TV series on Netflix, if you're running on a treadmill, put something, pair it with running like a good wine um, that that is uh, not saying you should add wine to your running, but, you know, <laughs> like food, food and wine are paired. Pair something that you do enjoy with running and then maybe that enjoyment of that playlist will kind of bleed into your enjoyment of running or at the very least you're just going to enjoy listening to that music exactly and i think you know you i I, maybe i'm reading into this a little bit much but it sounds like maybe you feel like you need to go farther like you said you've only done or the farthest i've gone is a 5k and i usually walk some well guess what that is totally cool and totally fine if that's where you found a nice place where you can you know tolerate the running and enjoy the benefits Mm -hmm. that's you know there's no reason to be like become quote unquote more of a runner because you a you already are one and b you know it's all about your the sense that you get from inside you know Mm -hmm. so if 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 you don't have any incentive to go to a 10k like so state 5k that's totally fine Mm -hmm. i just think that but there isn't an easy i mean it definitely gets easier but running is never easy and i think that that's sometimes lost on um people who are either fairly new at starting or maybe the way that some people who have been running for a long time make it feel because Mm -hmm. you can forget how hard it is to to start and to you know just be that person like oh i've got to walk again i've got to walk again you know mm-hmm. and so i just think it's important that we acknowledge i mean i acknowledge for sure i try to you know every time i feel it is that yes it's easier for me but a run is never easy i mean even an easy run takes a lot more effort than sitting on the bike or you know being on the elliptical or going to a yoga class mm-hmm. or sitting at home in a chair so this yeah. is true. Yes. <laughs> Goes without saying. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. All yes. right. Well, so Tammy has our next question. Uh, she says that her runner legs look awesome, but her arms slash shoulders, not so much. And yeah. I mean, so I think it's so important not to overlook your overbody, upper body. Sorry that um, we just had Greg McMillan on a webinar for our prove it challenge. And he was reminding us how important arm swing is in driving the body forward, particularly like in the final miles of a run or a race or um, going uphill. And um, let me PS on that because uh, Christine Hinton, who is the coach that wrote the Train Like a Mother plans, and she's also coaching our Prove It runners. Um, in our last email, we sent to them, and it's not an exclusive club, I promise. We're going to do another challenge soon if you want in. Um, but it's a QA, and, and the question was, how do I know when it's time to go longer? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to move up from a, a 10K to a half marathon or half marathon to a marathon. And one of the things she said was that when you go, you know, when you basically double your distance, your upper body and your core becomes so much more important mm. than they were at that shorter distance. So arm drive is important, but so is just overall strength and stamina in that mm-hmm. part of your body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it's, it's a good thing to, to keep in mind and to carve some time out for. And, and we've talked about 
in the past on podcasts is, you know, whether you maybe don't run that extra mile. So, so you run three miles instead of four so that you have that 10 or 15 minutes to do some exercises back home or, you know, even outside in, in your yard if as the weather starts to get a little better. So, I mean, I, I the first thing that jumped to my mind was push-ups. I mean, I think you can't beat push-ups, oh. even the ones on your knees. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, push-ups are, I mean, Brie, my tri-coach, she thinks that push-ups are the best thing since sliced bread. Thank God my hand is broken right now, so I can't <laughs> do them right now. Um, but they really are the most effective and they are the most, they hit the most muscles and mm. they don't isolate any muscles too. So everything mm. has to work as a team instead of doing like say bicep curls where it's just your biceps, mm-hmm. um, you know, doing the work. So yeah. So you mentioned knees. I mean, knees are great. Obviously your toes, if you can handle it, if you can't even handle that and not even, but I mean, doing them on a step, mm-hmm. I, um, I used, I still do those sometimes. Like I do, I line up like a plank, but then like climb up about four steps with my hands. Mm-hmm. So um, that makes it a little bit easier. And then the, the easiest, then, because then the ground's closer. <laughs> exactly. It is seriously, yep, yep, and it, yep. but it's still, but it, but it targets what it's supposed to target. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the wall also works as well. If you mm-hmm. need to maybe make it, you know, start in a, in a place where you want to make sure you know how to do it well. But I mean, honestly, if you could do, you know, three sets of 20 pushups three times a week, so oh that's nine, goodness. you know, that's yeah. 180. I think that that would be, that would get you a lot you, you did um, that math really. You did that math really quickly, Dimity. I'm s- sincerely impressed with how quickly <laughs> you did that. Well, I'm thinking sixty a day, six times three is 180. <laughs> but I was, I was impressed. So, oh, thanks, so, thanks. So there's also um, some other exercises: upright rows, delt raises, tricep dips, or kickbacks. And tricep dips are kind of easy to do, you know, out your on the back step of your porch or something like that. Uh, Dimity already mentioned bicep curls, and then I was thinking that. Um, you know, that um, Tammy could consider following a video, which you can check out from your library or watch on YouTube. There's tons of instructional videos on YouTube. Take, maybe take a class to learn a few moves. Because I find that my I might have the commitment to do strength training. And then I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, okay, push-ups, now what? Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, that's hard to remember. Absolutely, yeah. So if you get a couple and then you might find some that you really like. The other thing, you, you mentioned upright rows. Um, the other one that is that um, Bree has me doing with super light weights right now because of my hand, but mm-hmm. um, like bent over rows, so you're you're bent at about 45 mm-hmm. degrees um, from your hips and you've got your arms down at your side and then you just, you know, roll back, like so your elbows come straight back. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That's actually what I meant when I said upright rows, you know, kind of oh, just that okay. leaning over at the waist type thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because yep. upright, I think I'm standing upright. But anyway, those rows, um, she is very keen. This is like the gospel of Brie today. But she's very <laughs> keen on um, upper body strength. You know, we we hunch over the wheel. We hunch over the keyboard. We hunch over our kid when we're changing them or nursing them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's very little that we do to kind of take it back, you know, to take, come back and bring your posture back. So if you really think about squeezing your shoulder blades, when you pull yourself back, um, similarly, like doing like things like Superman or Cobra mm-hmm. on a, um, on a Swiss ball is mm-hmm. great for your upper body. And the last thing, and we'll move on, but, um, you said Tammy that you like to do lower body stuff. So you can always incorporate your arms into that too. Mm-hmm. Even though I just dissed on bicep curls, I mean, <laughs> you know, you can do them as you're doing lunges across the room and that's sure. getting your whole body involved 
involved in one thing. So if time is an issue, you know, make them compound exercises and really get, you know, a lot of bang for your buck. I bet you must write articles for magazines for workouts, <laughs> don't you? Using that com- compound you moves. Look at that. I was like, oh, I was going to say multi-muscle, but I like compound better. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we got, so we have Michelle who uh, was on our Ragnar team last year. So, uh, and now that I've said that, remember that you have about a month left to apply to be on our Ragnar team this year. In September, we're running from San Francisco to Napa. So just had to put that in that little plug. Oh, Napa. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of lawn, yes. Promise, yeah. And at the end, I promise I won't make you do lunges with bicep curls. <laughs> and will you maybe let people take showers or no? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's still up for debate. Yeah. So, so Michelle's thing is, it's kind of a long, long worded question, but it's, Basically, so she wants to re- Since 2011, BarkBox has been committed to making dogs happy. For humans, BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. For dogs, BarkBox is like the joy of a million belly scratches. BarkBoxes include all-natural treats and innovative toys to match a dog's unique needs, including allergies and heavy chewer preferences. Not a phrase I say every day. Dimity's dog Mason, an energetic Weimaraner, is eagerly awaiting his first BarkBox. Dimity let BarkBox know the breed, size, and even name of her dog, as well as the all-important chewing preferences. And now, on the 15th of each month, a new box will get shipped to Mason. Each monthly box is themed, like Country Fair or Brooklyn Hipster, with new and unique toys to keep dogs engaged, interested, and happy. If your pooch doesn't like something in the box, BarkBox promises to send something they'll love for free because BarkBox is all about dog happiness. Choose a plan. One, six, or 12-month plans are available. Cancel any time. Free shipping in the continental U.S. For a free extra month when you subscribe to a six- or 12-month plan of BarkBox, visit BarkBox.com AMR. That's BarkBox.com AMR. Woof! Thanks to StoryWorth for supporting our podcast. StoryWorth is a subscription service started by a fellow who wanted families to be able to share their memories and anecdotes with each other. Here's how it works. Purchase a StoryWorth subscription for someone you love, and each week, StoryWorth sends that loved one an email with a question about his or her life. The person either replies with his or her story via email or records it by phone by calling a StoryWorth number. After a year, the stories are bound in a lovely hardcover keepsake book. My husband Jack and I gifted StoryWorth to his dad, and we're especially looking forward to hearing his tales about going to medical school in Dublin, Ireland, which is where Jack was born and spent the first four years of his life. Then we'll share the book with Jack's siblings. For $20 off, visit StoryWorth.com AMR when you subscribe. That's StoryWorth.com AMR. We visit a full marathon this year after I guess she had a bad one in 2012. She says, um, however, after several racing seasons, It seems as though getting a good base of mileage early in the year sets me up for focus on speed later in the year, and then she hopefully hits her PRs in the fall. And if that's the case, then a spring marathon is probably a good idea for building base mileage, but then she wants to do some of the marathons she's considering are in the fall. Thus, her question is basically like, you know, is two marathons in a year, is that going to hurt her chances of hitting a half marathon PR? Um, because her fear is that she'll be focused too much on the base building the you know the distance and not be able to crank out a speedy 13.1 and my um, feeling having trained for you know a lot of marathons I've done 10 now that it's it, it it definitely can be tough to nail a PR at a shorter distance while you're marathon training but it's not impossible 
And sure. Yeah, and that you know, I've cranked out some for me um, fast half marathons as just you know tossed into a marathon training plan and and as a tune-up race to see what I can do. And so I think um, committed to doing Michelle, you should commit to doing speed work, you know, track, tempo, intervals, whatever it is, once a week within your marathon training because it's going to help you. You know, I mean. If you go faster in a marathon, it's you reach the finish line sooner, so all the pain's <laughs> over sooner. So nothing wrong with working on speed while you're training for marathon training, training, you know, putting in some long miles, and then you can also work on speed during your weekly long run by finishing strong and possibly even dropping down to marathon race pace at the end of a long run on tired legs, which is it's just for me that's what I found is really the secret to being able to. Um, pull out some PRs because it's in those final miles that I think PRs are gained or lost. Sure. Sure. Well, and I, we, because we know Michelle, I know, we know that she lives in Duluth, Minnesota, where training in the spring is hard, you Mm -hmm. know, unless you're really up for lots of time on the treadmill, especially if you're training for a spring marathon. I mean, that's, that's quite a bit of dedication. So um, looking at the way that I look at running, which is or big events, I look at running, I run, you know, regularly, but I look at my big events, you know, much more spaced out. So maybe I would say make next year be about the fall marathon and the following year or the following spring about maybe a half marathon PR. That's probably what I would do just because I just feel like, I don't know. I mean, like I said earlier, like I'm having a hard time rallying for Boulder right now. And I just feel like trying to do too many things, having too many goals is, is to me, um, makes my head hurt. <laughs> you know, and it's, and it's hard for motivation, you know? So I guess, you know, if you just say, okay, this is my year, this is my year to, to, to do a marathon, have a, have a do over in that. And if I happen to get a PR along the way, great. And mm-hmm. if I don't, I want that marathon do over more than I want anything else. Sure. And then, and then you can say, okay, now I, I did that. And now I'm going to look at the half marathon and then anything else that comes along the way is just a nice gift, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that said, you know, most running coaches will say you can have two big goals in a year, mm-hmm. you know, a spring and a fall one, but mm. just again, given that, um, given that Duluth, you know, doesn't get spring a, and doesn't get spring for a couple more months. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why I would say, you know, I would pick just to fall and then I would pick maybe something else after that. But I, you know, if yes. you really, if, if the do over is what you want, that's what I would. And I got to say, so, uh, as you've mentioned, Michelle lives in Duluth and she says that on her bucket list is twin cities in Portland and it might be heresy, but, uh, even though I live in Portland, I got to say go for twin cities. That is just such a stupendously beautiful marathon and i think it's nice to only have to drive a couple hours to get to your marathon so yes yes it'd be great do-over that's what i think so we got linda who is um i I really like the way she worded this question um at the onset of what you feel to be an injury do you stop take it easy call the doctor or pound it hard (laughs) (laughs) well let's see a stop b take it easy c call a doctor or d pound it hard okay we can both firmly draw a strike through d right correct yes we have learned that pounding it hard no running injury that you that you cause to running is going to be made better by pounding it hard with more running Mm -hmm. i mean there's one person that i know that would argue with me and say shin splints might be cured with more running but that's just technical and they're just way too intense anyway so anyway um, so, I mean, one of the things that sticks in my head after 
many, many years of interviewing him. I mean, I, I interviewed this guy when I was in Colorado Springs, which was, you know, probably seven years ago, but his whole thing, and I've said it a number of times, but it's on a scale of one to 10. Okay. One to 10. One is, you know, oh, I have a hangnail. 10 is, you know, send the, the ambulance or the wambulance. No, wambulance. <laughs> I know my, 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 I used to have an uncle ham. And so he used to call his car, the ambulance. Nice. Um, anyway, so, uh, so from between one, nothing, 10, you know, it's serious pain. Where are you? If you're a three or less, you can keep running, not necessarily pounding it into the ground. So mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's not the days for harder runs or longer runs, but you know, oh, let's go out for two or three miles and see how it feels. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's above that, I mean, I think just a really easy rule of thumb is, Three days rest of, you know, taking care of yourself. So foam rolling, if that's an option, icing, compression, if you can get that, um, you know, putting it up, if that if that feels like it's going to help, you know, just knowing kind of self-care, really focused self-therapy, self-care. Mm-hmm. And then if it still feels like, wow, I've really, you know, it still is really, really hurting, mm-hmm. I, I would call a doctor. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sarah? Oh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not one for calling the doctor very often, but I, um, I mean, also if you heard something, you know, pop or snap, make a noise like that, certainly then jump to the call the doctor. But yes, I mean, I also oftentimes try to go to the practitioner that I think might be able to care for it. Well, that's, yeah, I was going to add that. Yeah. So that, um, so I don't know, because I remember when I had plantar fasciitis and I finally did go see a sports medicine doctor and he was pretty much like, well, you got plantar fasciitis and there's nothing we can do about it. I'm like, wow, okay. And I don't think my insurance will cover all of this visit. That's great. Yeah. So, yeah. so you know, um, you know, going and seeing a certified athletic trainer or a physical therapist, a massage therapist, an acupuncturist, some, you know, whatever type of treatment suits your personality and your budget to some some extent um, you know, try to get some help that way, some relief that way. And... Yeah, I really think that's, I mean, that's actually super important because a lot of times when it's muscular and you go to a, you know, quote unquote, regular doctor, they just, you know, they, I feel like they often come up short with um, help other than just rest, you know, mm-hmm. but yes, like a chiropractor or like you said, a, an athletic trainer or something like that, that, you know, and if you don't, if you're like, oh, well, well how do I find one of those? Well, a couple ways you can um, put it up on your Facebook page, you know, is, ask it's totally true. Totally true. You know, asking for people in your area mm-hmm. or um, call like a local running store and say, this is what's going on. Do you have, you know, something or somebody that you'd recommend who might be able to have some solutions for me? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because oftentimes they'll drop their cards by there or whatever. Sure. I just think, uh, you know, kind of going to people that are like-minded mm-hmm. is so much better than going to someone who just wants to, you know, shut you down. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. I mean, that's how... I mean, or just kind of, kind of just, yeah, exactly. I mean, I like the Facebook suggestion because then it's kind of your circle of people and they, you know, I don't know, would like to think that sometimes you have like-minded friends and so um, maybe they're also runners and, you know, they've had some problems. So they're going to recommend someone that they trust, that they've seen and got good results from. And, you know, it could also be somebody that you know, but you sort of have like, oh, right, that's, you know, that's what they do. So <laughs> they're not just sure. the mom at the preschool, you know, look, she she's a, you know, certified athletic trainer during the rest of the day. So, yeah. And, um, 
Yeah, but and you did point out though that if it's muscular, but you know if it is something, if it's a you know you think it's a, a break or whatever, you know then certainly do go see a doctor because um, you know a, a stress fracture or something is not going to just be straightened out by a chiropractor. So no, no, it's not. But the you know. And, and, you know, I've heard that orthopedic braces, wrists, boots, you know, they're, they're the, all coming back this year. So oh. they're all the rage. <laughs> you are such a trendsetter there, Dimity. <laughs> I know, I know, right? <laughs> you're going to let your hair go gray and you're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So Michelle is wondering, does anyone have a good routine for a lunchtime run? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and this routine includes returning back to the office without stinking everyone out around you. Yeah. Yeah. And then also when we posted, you know, said, Hey, we got looking for questions. Shannon also asked about lunchtime run. I'm like, Oh, I'm sensing a theme here. So, so, um, Molly, uh, the birthday girl, uh, as I mentioned, she is a veterinarian. And so on the days that we don't run together in the morning, she sometimes runs midday. So I asked her for some tips on lunch runs and here are the best of them. So she said to have, this is one I know you'll love, Dimity, because you do it for your morning runs. Um, You know, have your clothes ready, um, set them up the night before. She, you know, obviously to take them to the office, you have to put them in a bag. And and she she said, I love this tip from someone in Portland. Keep a visor in the bag for high noon sun. (laughs) There you go. That happens a lot in Portland. (laughs) Yep, sure does. Yep. And uh, uh, she says, eat something at least an hour before, but not too much. Um, you know, something kind of small and easily digestible like a Lara bar or, you know, some other type of bar or chew that you like. Um, watch the clock and be ready to change as soon as you can take your break. I love that. You're kind of like, you know. <laughs> on, on the edge of your seat. When can I go? When can I go? <laughs> right, right. Um, be strategic about getting work done enough to be gone for an hour. Um, she says she puts her pen down and heads to change. Um, eat lunch when you get back from your run. And this one I thought was a very clever move. Um, stay in your running clothes until you stop sweating. So Molly says she gets uh, caught up on stuff and eats and then changes. That's a good idea. Yeah, because you do have that flush cheek, like, and you change right back in your clothes. And you're like, wow, there goes my silk blouse. <laughs> yeah, still sweating. <laughs> still sweating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no, that's a very good call. I, I like that. Um, and then if you can't shower, I mean, that's that's the biggest thing. So, I mean, you can just do... What was it used to be called? Um, uh, when we've asked for tips for this, they call it like pits and what, oh, Sarah? Oh, my gosh. Oh, Is it's it really. Pits and ass or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's very funny. I'm not remembering what it was. I know. Uh, it's not pits and tits, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Because it's rhymes. <laughs> right? I know, but it gets the lower part of the body. I'm not know, remembering right. what it so is. So pits and lower half, you know, so you can just jump in, you know, and not get your hair wet necessarily. Hopefully mm-hmm. the visor hasn't messed up your hair too much. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that uh, we have become huge fans of, action wipes, which are basically like super effective um what like, would you call them? Sarah? Like disposable washcloths. They're thinner than a washcloth, but they have tea tree oil and eucalyptus scented. They're very pleasant. And they um, foam just a teeny bit, but you don't have to wash any residue off your body. So I definitely, I mean, on I, I admit that on um, days that I don't sweat a ton, I, I do not even take a shower. And uh, so I just use an action wipe. And it's it's good size. So, you, you know, you can use one part on your pits and then move over to a clean part of the action wipe and use it on a different part of the body. So you're not just moving the sweat and dirt all around with the same little square. Yeah. But you're probably going to want to start with your face regardless, no matter how big it is. Start with there's, your face. There's, <laughs> if you don't take anything else away from this podcast, when you start using an action wipe, use it on your face first. 
interest. <laughs> and, and might I add, use it on that special quadrant of your body that, 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 that most people don't see. You wash that part last. So that, and then yeah, it goes straight go. into the garbage can. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, and if you do want to try Action Wipes, um, and if you have a memory much better than mine, we do have a code um, for 30% off of them um, using AMR2014 at um, ActionWipes.com. Again, that's AMR2014 for the big one, almost one third off, right, Sarah? Mm-hmm. Check out that math. It's mm-hmm. not 33.3%, but it's close enough. <laughs> you are a whiz today, damn it. I know. Just a I whiz. know. I think I even, so I pulled up, um, I think I I think I actually got it right uh, on Strava. I was looking mm-hmm. on Strava and commenting on some of our challengers' runs. And this one woman had, I mean, it kind of looked like a check mark. It wasn't a division symbol, right? <laughs> I know what a division symbol is, but it kind of looked like a check mark. Like I know I've seen it. It wasn't, it wasn't a square root. Um, cause I feel like I was going the other way, but anyway, I, all of a sudden I was like, Hey, that's an integer symbol, but, oh. I, but I'm not even sure what an integer is. And I don't think it has a symbol, but I, I just put that out because I wanted to just, you know, that's so clever. Wow. Wow. It, it was, it was a very cool looking run, but I don't think it wasn't an, does an integer have a symbol? Do you know? Um, I, I really, I'd be make, I'd be bluffing any answer I, I gave right well, now. Do you, do you even know what an integer is? I don't, I don't even remember. <laughs> That's I why I was kind of proud that I pulled that out. I'm like, wow, look at that word. And I was going to Google it and stuff. And I was like, no, that's Dimity. You're taking, you know, what was going to be like, hey, good job turning it into like 10 minutes of procrastination. <laughs> right. Suddenly. And then you're like, oh, right. And what is a null set? And uh, what, what's it mean to be void? And you know, so it's one of those like, wait, how did I get to this website? And what was I originally looking for? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so then we have um, Christina, who has a pretty basic question, but I don't really feel like we ever have addressed this before, Dim. So that's why I include this. It says, um, do you take any supplements, iron, magnesium, vitamins, protein? So I have to say for years, for years, eons, um, I religiously took a daily women's multivitamin. But now there's all those reports on, you know, NPR keeps telling me that there's new research that multivitamins don't really do any good? Do anything, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so I've been um, phasing out of taking one, and the only reason why I still take one on occasion is because I just am using up the ones I got, and I'm like, well, it's not going to do me any harm, I don't think. And so, sort of same with fish oil that I was taking those, and now I'm like, eh, oh, well, if I don't take it today, that's fine. So, um, Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of the same way. I take a... The only thing that I do take is um, vitamin D, a pretty high dose of vitamin D, which um, just helps with a number of things that I need. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's the one thing. But um, but yeah, I mean, when I wrote that um, book on heart disease, your um, what is it called? What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> it's called Smart at Heart. <laughs> I wrote with a uh, Boston Marathon running doctor out in Boston. But anyway, she was very down on vitamins. She was like, "It is the biggest scam. You're flushing. It's just you just flush your money away." Uh-huh. Oh. Um, because I mean, it's not like they're cheap, first of all, you know, Oh, and not by so, any stretch. Yeah, exactly. I know. And so then I wonder like, but then, I mean, you go to like, uh, you know, I mean, a whole foods or like a sprouts or, mm. you know, whatever. And there's, and they just have aisles and aisles of stuff. And I'm like, oh, sure. what am I missing out on? You mm-hmm. know, that is there something that could really, you know, is there, I mean, not a cure, but something, you know, that would help. Mm. I don't know. What yeah. do you think? I don't know. Well, I know that Jack is just Mr. If he can take a pill for it, he does. And uh-huh. he, oh my gosh. And just, you know, wh- what's the latest thing he's brought home from Costco? 
And so, you know, there's the fish oil and the vitamin D and the, you know. The... Oh, and Costco, it's not a small bottle. It's like you are committed to taking <laughs> oh, yeah, it for a while. Yeah. You know, and, and, oh, I don't know, like his like his nails were getting kind of ridged for a while. So he was taking something for that and, you know, all of these things. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, Jack. And I don't know. I just, who knows? Maybe maybe it means he'll be around for an extra year or two. But I, I don't know. Um, So I, yeah. I, I sort of think it's a waste of money. But. If he wants to, you know, I'm not going to begrudge him that. So, yeah. So I think it just, if it works for you, if you feel like there's a difference, because even like, you know, back when it was all like glucosamine chondroitin for your mm-hmm. joints, you know, and oh, I felt he like takes my that. knees. He, he takes that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, and your knees are all creaky. And, mm-hmm. um, and I, I mean, first of all, it's hard for me to remember to do it on a daily basis yep. unless I felt like sitting in front of me. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing is, I just don't ever feel a difference. Like I just, I mean, and maybe I don't commit for long enough, you know, commit for six months or whatever, but I feel like I gave it a good college try for, you know, six to eight weeks. And I'm like, I ain't feeling nothing, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I, I just don't, you know, so. Now, um, now let, let me ask you, do you take oh. vitamin D year round in that sunny state that you live in? I do. I do oh. for two reasons. Um, the first one is because of, um, when I had anemia, when I had that, um, the fibroids, mm-hmm, yes. my vitamin D was very low. Mm. Um, and, uh, and my subsequent testing, it still wasn't quite at the levels that, um, you mm-hmm. know, were quote unquote normal. So I take that. And then, um, this great mother runner, Paula, who I think I've talked about her before, but she and I ran into each other at Costco once. Um, <laughs> yes. and, uh, we were talking about what you do with six avocados before, you know, they all go bad. And, um, <laughs> And she was very, you know, she running basically pulled her out of a very bad, bad funk that she'd been in for years. And so we talk um, a little bit about depression and kind of what works and what doesn't. And so she um, sent me some studies about taking that. Um, so I, again, it's like, well, it can't hurt, you know, mm-hmm. I'll give it a whirl. But I mean, I've been through two bottles and do I notice a difference? I I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just don't know. I just, um, I just asked because it's um, here in the Pacific Northwest, there's some statistic that I'll just be making up if I try to say a number, but it's uh, some, it seems like the majority of people in the Pacific Northwest are, um, have a uh, deficit in vitamin D. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, yeah. So that, um, so it was just surprising to me that someone who lives in such a sunny state, um, yeah, but then if you think about it, I mean, yes, I live in a sunny state, but I'm covered up a lot. I wear mm-hmm. sunscreen most of the time. I mean, like, I, I'm not sure. Like, you'd have to. And have you don't. A you don't work outside, do you? For so. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I take my laptop out to the treehouse and do a little typing. But yeah, no. So yeah, I think it's um, you know, I think it's just one of those modern things. And um, and like I said, I don't know that I notice a difference. And mm-hmm. but it's you know, uh, I, it's funny because I'm almost out, and I'm like, do I go get more or do I just mm-hmm. let it go? You know. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I should say like, cracks me up. So the other supplement that I um, decided I was going to try, uh, my friend Catherine was telling me about it. Mm-hmm. It's called Natural Calm. Have you ever heard of it? No. Um, okay. Well, so it's mostly I'm on the website right now, um, Natural Calm and raspberry lemon flavor. And it's um, there's it's a mag- ionic magnesium supplement in the natural products market. And um, so she told me about it. She's going through some tough times, um, with a divorce and some other stuff. And, um, and so she was talking about how she took it and she really found that it just like brought her down a notch. And then I was reading, um, 
Us Weekly and our favorite millionaire matchmaker, Patty Stanger or whatever you call <laughs> I don't know what her last name is, but Patty, you know, with the long nails. Sure, and yeah, the, sure. I know Patty, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Patty and I, we're, we're close. Yeah. Um, well, you know how they unfold their purses in us? You know, they spill their purses yes, sometimes. Yes, mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. So, What's, um, what's it, in my bag? That's what that column's called. Yes, yes. And guess what? She had natural calm. And I'm oh. like, those are two people, two people that, you know, are in my life one way or another. <laughs> you need to tell people why that, why Patty's in your life, Dimity. Oh, I like that show. No, no, no. You need to tell, but how, what, what you did recently that, uh. Oh, well, I watched it before that. But yes, I, um, I bought, um, well, because, so we were traveling a lot and, you know, I can only work so much on the plane. I'm not a good plane sleeper. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I don't want to read. I just want to watch, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was looking for something that I could buy. I mean, I really want the next um, season of Homeland to come out, mm-hmm. but it hasn't. And I just wasn't into like getting into Walking Dead or zombies or I just didn't, it just doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. So um, so I was, you know, surfing around iTunes and I was like, oh, season seven of The Millionaire Matchmaker. <laughs> and that's, it's just the perfect, you know. Oh, it's perfect plain cherry, viewing. Cherry on top for mm-hmm. plain food. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I am a little embarrassed at times when the person next to me is like, what, you know, what are you watching? And I'm not watching, you know, Downton Abbey or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I know, but, but then um, I was so excited for the, that little, you know, c- cigar plane on the way from, <laughs> from uh, Little Rock to Houston. And you were, I don't know, reading or you were na- something. And but you weren't watching your computer. I'm like, hey, Dimity, can I watch a millionaire matchmaker on your computer? Exactly. Yeah. So you can knock it, but you you jump. Oh right no, I'm not. Point. I'm definitely not knocking. It. I wanted you to share because I didn't want the way you were talking was like, wow, does Dimity know Patty from Millionaire Matchmaker? You know, is oh, that how no, she and Grant hooked up? You know, because no, no, no. <laughs> we don't qualify. None of us qualify. So well, they do get complimentary uh, membership to the club. I have seen at the end, but you know, I still oh. don't qualify. Um, but anyway, so this natural calm. So I went and bought it um, because mm-hmm. I was talking to Catherine about the travel. And, you know, as, as I've said a couple of times, like sometimes I really love being in a new place. I am not so good at transitioning in and out of home. It just, it, it enervates me in a way that I um, have a hard time describing, but it's just, it's just hard for me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, and then, and so Catherine was recommending natural calm and then I was like, okay, so I've got that. Okay. So then what, what, what can you give that'll help me poop? And she's like, natural calm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two birds with one stone. And so then I, I got some, I got the bigger thing, like, you know, you know, taking the risk that it's going to be like, you know, my magic elixir and it gave me the worst stomach pains. Oh my gosh. Oh, not, no. I will not be taking. Uh, I, I am not. I will not be naturally calm anymore. Sarah. Oh shoot! Yeah. Oh no! Oh my gosh! So now you're. T- t- do you want to try pawn it off on me, and I'll see if it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Effect on me. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so uh, so oh. there you go. That's my uh, my natural calm story. There you go. All right. Well, if you have other questions for you for us, you can always <laughs> you can always post them on our Facebook page, which is Run Like a Mother the book. Our website is anothermotherrunner.com. That's where you can find details about our Ragnar Relay contest to win a chance to run with us. On Twitter and Instagram, we're at The Mother Runner. Our books Run Like a Mother and Train Like a Mother are available on our site and on Amazon.com. And many happy miles to you. <laughs>